Hi there. Thanks for tuning in to Music Talks. I'm Tony Reed saying hello from Beijing. You might be wondering what instrument you're hearing now. It's gentle and delicate, like a whisper in your ear. Many say that it's often used to show affection between people who are in love and convey happiness when having a good harvest. Today, we have Mr. He Wei Ching with us to give us his insights on the instrument, its background, and hopefully a story to tie everything together. The Hulusi is a free reed wind instrument, originated in southwest China's Yunnan province, gaining its popularity among a number of ethnic minority groups, particularly the Dai people. The history of the folk instrument can be traced back to the pre-Qing period, about 2,200 years ago. Its name contains two parts, Hulu and Si. Indicating the instrument's shape and structure, it is held vertically and has three bamboo pipes that pass through a hollow gourd. The center pipe normally has seven finger holes, and the outer two are drone pipes. Mr. He is the chairman of the Hulusi Group of the China Ethnic Orchestral Society. He said the instrument is famous for its uniqueness and exquisite sound quality. There is a saying in Yunnan that the sounds of the hulusi are able to deliver deep and rich emotional expressions, which can bring peace, relaxation, and pleasant nostalgia. Another attractive feature of it is that a musician of one hulusi can produce the music of a small ensemble, due to the structure of the instrument, which sounds like this. Mr. He has established an intimate connection with the instrument for nearly 60 years, and even considers the hometown of the hulusi, Yunnan, his second home. I believe it's safe to say that a six-decade bond is no ordinary affixation. So, what was it about the instrument that initially attracted Mr. He? I was in 1961. At that time, I was 18 years old. 国家组织一个中国青年艺术团，一共十八个人。My first trip to Yunnan province was to perform for the local villagers in 1961 with 17 instrumentalists from my orchestra. One night after we finished our performance, I heard someone was playing an instrument that I had never heard before. I was attracted by its sounds. I ran outside to see a young stranger playing a pear-shaped instrument. After a brief exchange, I offered him my deeds to show my appreciation. The next morning, when we were about to leave for the next performance, I saw him once again. He gave me a new hulusi that he made that night. I was moved beyond words. I never saw him again, but whenever people ask me who I learned the hulusi from, I always refer to this young man as my first teacher. 别人问我何卫星，你的启蒙老师是谁？我的启蒙老师就是这个人。I feel that that was a truly divine encounter, and I'm sure one day the two will meet again. Today, Mr. He brings us several classic and modern hulusi pieces, handpicked from his album and several other influential musicians, which are definitely worth hearing. On that note, we have the ancient song, which is one of the oldest hulusi works. Let's enjoy.
歌表达傣族人们的风风雨雨过来的历史。The piece "Ancient Song" provides a depiction about thousands of years of history within the Dai ethnic community. A local elder who was nearly 90 years old played it for me when I visited his village. To help me immerse myself into the rich history with the music, he used a special playing technique called circular breathing, which allows him to play the entire piece within one breath without interruption. It is a method that musicians of some wind instruments use to produce a continuous tone by breathing in through the nose while simultaneously pushing air out through the mouth. While playing the piece, the elder partially closed his eyes. And became one with the music. I was moved by the melody, even though there were no lyrics in it. I felt the music spoke better than words. That was the ancient song. The song sounded as if there were a troop of harmonica performers in the background, which amazes me even more, since this piece was really played by one person with one instrument and one breath. Next up, we have joyful water splashing festival.
Joyful Water Splashing Festival was composed by Zhou Chenglong and Zhang Zuyu, describing the exciting atmosphere of the significant festival of the Dai ethnic people to celebrate the Lunar New Year. People of all ages participate in it by splashing water on each other. They believe the more soaked you become, the happier you are going to be this year. Was joyful water splashing festival. I feel the melody was really lively 
probably reflects the feeling of being splashed with water or trying to avoid getting wet. It seems this experience can bring out mischief in everyone, regardless of your age. Coming up next, we have The Welcoming of Spring, composed by Mr. He. The welcoming of spring depicts a beautiful image of the arrival of spring and the revival of nature, which brings people hope and pleasure. The music starts off slow, which depicts the season's breeze and light showers. It gradually speeds up as it shows the joy that comes with the entry of this special season. I integrated the elements of the Dai ethnic music, which immediately takes listeners to Yunnan.
That was The Welcoming of Spring. I feel the sound of this instrument is the closest instrumental depiction of nature. Not many instruments can capture this natural feature that brings listeners to the countryside or a rural area. Next up we have Deep in the Bamboo Forest. Deep in the Bamboo Forest was composed based on several local folk songs, and it is a milestone in the development of the Hulu Si. It is the first piece that was widely spread among the public and familiarized people with the ethnic instrument. The piece is about a young man and woman who were deeply in love. They decided to meet in a bamboo forest. Once there, they play the hulu si, san and dance together, surrounded by a picturesque setting.
That was Deep in the Bamboo Forest. Well, I don't think I can dance to this piece, but there's a lot of energy and spunk in this melody, so it must have been an exciting meeting in the bamboo forest. Coming up, we have The Golden Peacock in the Distance, composed by Mr. Hu. Peacock is an auspicious bird of the Dai ethnic people, which is a symbol of good luck and contentment. The premiere of this piece was performed in Hong Kong with the aim of celebrating the anniversary of the People's Republic of China. The tempo of the piece is active and joyful, which we hope can be shared with our audiences there. Was the golden peacock in the distance? 
Not sure if that was a peacock I heard in the beginning, but I definitely heard a bird of some sort. Love this track. This had more classic Chinese elements. Could have been the additional sound effects or instruments, but it had a feel-good vibe in it. Coming up next, we have Dreaming Back to the Heavenly Mountain. The piece "Dreaming Back to the Heavenly Mountain" was composed by Sun Kaicheng. It is a Tajik musical style in the Xinjiang Uyghur Autonomous Region, performed with the hulusi. It successfully broadens the musical ability of the instrument that is able to perform musical styles from other ethnic groups in China, other than typical ones in Yunnan Province.
That was Dreaming Back to the Heavenly Mountain. This one had a Middle Eastern musical element to it. I think I'm becoming a fan of this instrument since it can be used to play a variety of musical styles. Next up, we have a newer rendition of Deep in the Night. The Hulusi rendition of "Deep in the Night" was an adaptation of a fixed tone in Peking opera by Li Guizhong. Although Li is a Yi ethnic person, I am amazed by his ability of adaptation that naturally and perfectly combines the features of the classic Peking opera with the uniqueness of the ethnic instrument. Which is pretty difficult, since they both have strong characteristics.
That was Deep in the Night. This one also had traditional Chinese components in it. Could be because this piece was used for the opera. Next up, we have Wild Wolf. Wild Wolf was composed by Zhao Hongxiao, which is the first Hulusi song that represents the relationship between humans, nature, and wild animals. It begins with the howl of a wolf, which expresses its misery when seeing its homeland destroyed by humans. The poor creature didn't know where to go. As environmental protection efforts gradually repair the forest and grassland, the wolf was finally able to return to its habitat. Not sure if I heard the sound of a wolf exactly, but the solo did create a somber 
and bewildered expression to me. The, the versatility of the instrument is truly exceptional in its depiction of emotions, landscapes, and nature. With that, we come to the end of this edition of Music Talks. Special thanks to Mr. He Wei Ching for his contribution. If you're interested in our show, you can find us by searching Music Talks on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. We'll see you next time.